Coach Don Stahl, why don't you describe to us a typical workout during the season? So like in the fall, let's say uh, late August after your sit-out period, what would a typical workout be? Well, the Hell Week was uh, 7 to 9 in the morning and 3 to 6 in the afternoon. And the first two hours was conditioning. Uh, We would not have any balls out for the first week. We would do the hour and a half practice. And then the last half hour was one of those competitions that I talked about. Mm -hmm. So it could be musical balls, could be tire flip, whatever. The afternoon practice was more conditioning with the last half hour being another competition. And the, the conditioning part would be, you know, no more than 4,000 yards. It would be kind of fun conditioning. But since we had a 50-meter pool, the first day was meters rather than yards. So they'd come in the morning and they'd have their shoes on. We didn't actually do a lot of different things with clothing on because I always feel like that slowed us down and it hurt backs and different things like that. So pretty much shoes and sometimes board shorts gotcha. for, the, for the starting varsity guys. So... That was the first week. Then when we would go to uh, September, after Hell Week was over, it was all about the first month being defense and six on five, getting ready for the next part of the season, which was league. Um, We would basically have September was getting ready for league, October was doing league, and November was was the championship portion. So there was different practices for each of those sessions. And I didn't care if we lost games in September. Like we, we only won the South Coast tournament twice in my whole career, but we have seven CIF titles. So which is more important? <laughs> and I used, anytime we would lose, I would use that to fuel my next practice. What did we not do well and what do we need to spend more time on? And I would look at my percentages. For example, if my six on five was 75%, I might not spend a lot of time six on five. But if we couldn't pass the two meters, we'd spend time passing to two meters. So the first month would be about the defense because we just had the whole summer program was individual skills and strength training. So now they've got the individual skills, take the team defense and formulate that in September. And you have four or five or six defenses that you can go to that are team defenses. Uh, All summer long, we'd play 60 games and every game we'd play was all press. So if you got beat, you learned something. And that summer was about learning what you could and couldn't do rather than summertime trying to win a tournament with a drop defense or something like that. So you play 60 games man-to-man, and then you go to September and you're teaching team defenses so that you had those defenses in your back pocket. You never go into a game thinking, I'm going to do this particular defense unless you're forced to. And when you say um, in the summer – that you worked a lot on individual skills and strength training. Is there one or two specific individual skills that you think players absolutely have to have to be successful in high school water polo? Was there something that you just were really big on? Layout passes. Individual passing is really something that I don't think is emphasized enough. I look at these passes going into two meters and they're horrible. And you, you wonder why the ball gets crashed on. Well, basically, it's because the passer is not looking at the hips of the defenders. For example, if if you're guarding me and you're leaning out towards me to, to try to block my pass, I've got you where I want you. But if you're leaning back with your hand up and I'm trying to pass around your hand, 
you're going to have one or two strokes to get to two meters and make the steal on the crash. Mm -hmm. So passing is something you got to really work hard on in regards to when to pass and is it appropriate to pass? Because I look at balls going into two meters now where it's almost a steal every time. And I'm wondering why would you even want to do that? The goal is to go down and get a shot off. I would rather have a shot from six yards out and get an attempt off, then throw it into two meters and have six guys or four guys crashing on it and, and no ball being shot. Yeah. So layout passes or layout passes pressure or passing. Pressure obviously. passing. You know, everybody can pass one-on-one in the pool uh, as a beginner. Yeah. They can all do that successfully. Maybe once in a while they drop it. But to do passing under pressure is really critical. I would spend a lot of time on that. You can start by putting them against the wall where they push off the wall with their offhand and do a layout pass. Mm-hmm. And that gets them used to pushing off the guy's chest. Don't use your hand, use your your uh, arm yeah. to do the push-off. So it's kind of a smooth motion with the back of your arm. Mm-hmm. If you put your hand up, the refs can see that. Yeah. Is there any other thing that you that you really like just hammered on? Shooting, individual shooting. And I would ask the kids to practice the shots they're going to take at games, but go try some, something that you haven't done before. So they'd be very creative. Our six on five in the summer, I would never set it up. I would say, go where you think you can help us. So if you think you're the best two, two position man, you know, if you think you're a two man a post, go there and show me. And I'd watch 60 games of them at six on five. And at the end of that, when we get to September, I'd say, based on what I saw this summer, here's our best six on five lineup. Mm-hmm. So it was more about them getting to summertime, no conditioning, strength training, individual skills. Show me what you got. Gotcha. Thank you.